What's up, guys? We are back, episode 10 of the SoCo Sessions, and today we are going to get to know our intern Mike What's over up? here, who will soon be Coach Mike. Uh, so you might know him as Mike, as Michael, as Mikey Likes It, as Mickey Mike, intern Mike. What else do I call you? Uh, I think that's all that's appropriate for that's, the podcast. That's about, <laughs> that's about it. That's about it. All right, Mike. So uh, real quick, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm a junior at A&M. Um, I am the fittest of my roommates by a factor of a million. Good. That's my handle on all social media. But all of your roommates do work out up here. Yeah. So yeah. at some point and in, in some fashion, uh, <laughs> um, they're college guys and they like to have fun and all that stuff. So, um, but at, at some point in the history, I've gotten all of them yep. up, here they've all been up here. They've all died or loved it or loved it and died. And it's just a combination of that for them. So awesome. yeah. Um, but other than that, uh, I really like working out. I think, honestly, trying to become more athletic and be an athlete in college is uh-huh. one of the things that helps me most in school. Yeah. I think that when my body's moving, my mind moves better, too. Um, and it's just kind of part of the balance that I've figured out that really works for me in being a student. Sweet. So, um, so you are a junior at a Yes. Where did you grow up? So I grew up in Austin. Um, Cedar Park area technically um, and I live like my mom's house in Austin when she used to live in Austin but like where I went to high school when I was growing up and all that stuff it was actually like super close to where Darren's uh, yeah. parents live and all that stuff out near Leander um, but I went to a private high school St. Dominic Salvio Catholic Preparatory High School um, that's, a, that's a name yeah so like I did the whole thing where you know blazer with the school logo like special tie wow. whole uniform so that's why you'll never catch me in anything but gym clothes from now on. Right. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So what made you come over to A and M? Like, what was the attraction to College Station versus Austin, where the giant Orange right. University is? So when I started and was applying to colleges, my idea was I'm getting as far away as possible from home. My graduating class was 86 kids, and I was oh just done with like that kind of pool of people. So um, I actually went to the University of North Texas before I went to A&M, and I was a fine art and business major there. Um, And I was there, and for a lot of reasons, I decided that school wasn't for me, that Mm -hmm. that major wasn't for me. So I transferred down here, went to Blinn for a year, uh, got some credits together, and now at A&M doing architecture. Architecture. Cool. That's awesome. Um, So when did you end up in College Station? Um... I was at North Texas for one semester, so like winter of 2016, right okay. or right when 2017 yeah. started. So you've been here for a couple of years. Yeah, cool. like two and a half, um, almost three. So how do how does College Station compare to Austin? Honestly, I love it so much more here, really? and if I have my way, I'll never leave this town. Yeah, um, that sounds like some diehard college kid stuff, right. but um, I really like. Being in a smaller place than Austin, mm-hmm. Austin has horrible traffic, and like I love that town; it's super fun. But at the same time, I really like a lot of the kind of smaller town yeah. aspects of Absolutely. College Station. So, yeah, like like Mike said, I also grew up in Austin, um, and so now I like to go visit Austin, and I like yes. to leave very shortly after I get yeah. there because it's just nuts. Uh-huh. And so I totally understand what you mean by like College Station is so much more chill. Yeah, it's a small town vibe still, but it's getting bigger, which right. is good. Um, but it's just good to get away from that madness. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so did you start with CrossFit before you got to college? So, no. I CrossFit, I found CrossFit right when I left North Texas. And I consider that whole, like, area of my life as, like, the greatest decisions I've ever made. Yeah. Like, that period. So what happened was I was 
didn't have a lot of friends at North Texas, and I lived in like a weird situation. I lived in the athletics dorm mm-hmm. at North Texas, um, so the only guys I talked to were track athletes and football athletes, mm-hmm. and I lived down the same row as the defensive line for UNT. Oh, boy. And uh, they weren't great guys for the most part, just the stuff they were into, and I wasn't into that kind of stuff, so I just kind of had a lot of time on my hands. Mm-hmm. So I'd go to the rec like three four times a day, um, and I was just doing like kind of bodybuilding stuff, yep. like no legs just like all. classic yeah guy workouts, classic bro workouts when you yeah. google how to get huge like that's the stuff i was doing yeah um so i was laying in bed watching netflix and the fittest documentary or whatever on uh. netflix was there and i watched that and i was like you know i'm kind of short and thick this is my <laughs> sport I'm, I'm gonna do this yeah. so i started following crossfit on uh either twitter or instagram right and they always pers- post the workout of the day and so I would start doing the CrossFit workout of the day in the rec. Oh, and like the third day I did it, it was Murph. And um, so I did Murph. I ran the first mile. All my pull-ups were strict. All my push-ups were horrible. The air squats was the worst part because mm-hmm. I hadn't worked out legs ever, like mm-hmm. since high school. And then I just didn't run the second mile. I was like, no, nah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. You're done. Um, but after that, I think I did Murph like every week for the next five weeks. Nice. Um, I went and visited my mom one time, and my stepdad is a police chief, and one of his officers owned a gym out in Brenham. Yeah. He was like, yeah, man, if you want to try it out, really, um, just come through, um, and you know, we'll, we'll see how you like it. So I went to Brenham CrossFit whenever I was in town visiting my yeah. mom, and it started being that I was driving you know, four hours from Denton to Brenham every uh-huh. weekend to do this free Saturday workout. Nice. And then when I transferred here, I did nothing for two weeks. Um, and then I was like, all right, idle hands are a bad thing for me. Yeah. I looked up CrossFit gyms. I looked at the ones that I liked. Um, I looked at Aggieland. I looked at 979, saw that 979 was smaller. I was like, that's where I'm going. Cool. And I tried it out and been, been no, here ever since. Ever since. <laughs> awesome. So a slower progression to CrossFit. Mm-hmm. you know, than most people where yeah. they just walk into the walk first in, workout do it. class. Yeah. Cool. Um, so like how has the progression from the bro workouts mm-hmm. to the functional workouts, like what is the allure? What is the attraction for you from those? Those are polar opposites right. really. You know, mm-hmm. one of them is tons and tons of reps, very slow. Right. Just, it's all about reps and sets. Mm-hmm. It's all about like, you know, um, supersets and overloading and all, you know, all this craziness yeah. versus like functional fitness is like, all right, you have two to 15 minutes, go as hard as you possibly can. Here yeah. we go. You know, it's like, what's the allure? What's the difference there? Just what have you found attracts you to that more than like what most people are familiar with working out in the mm-hmm. gym? So I played sports growing up. I did gymnastics. I did dance. If you want to call that a sport. Um, I played tackle football, basketball, soccer, track. Like I did it all uh, throughout middle school and high school. And I really figured out that I like training more than I like sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still wasn't getting that whole competitive feeling from just sitting in the gym. Right. Because, like, I'm 5'6". I'm never going to be the biggest guy in the room, you know, no matter what. Right. right. And I, I had no intentions of, like, being a bodybuilder. That just seemed kind of played out to me. Mm-hmm. So um, when I found CrossFit and people were just posting their scores on mm-hmm. Instagram, and I was like, yeah, dude, like, I'm about that. Um, and then the other huge thing is definitely the community. I think that me actually ending up at 979 was a huge reason why I fell in love with CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Is because you walked in and the first thing I saw was you and John Leone playing spike ball. Yes. And I tried to sit in the corner and you're like, what are you doing? Get over here. Yeah. And y'all just immediately were spiking serves at me. 
and it was like just the most fun I'd ever had yeah. meeting someone and like two seconds later yeah. we're like roughhousing and screaming at each other and um, I think just the community at this gym specifically is like the most fun I've ever had that's awesome you know so, so that's why I stay with it cool um, so let's go back backtrack a little bit you danced when you were younger yeah dude what like, kind of dancing uh, so this is super cringy, but so I took hip hop class. Okay. Yes. Back up for just a sec. Yes. There's some, first of all, there's some horrible videos on the internet and I will never tell you how to find them. Um, but my sister was a very competitive dancer huh. growing up and I was too young to really be in anything. Um, but I was always sitting at this dance studio doing nothing. And so my parents, my mom, really, my dad was like, uh, yeah, but <laughs> my mom was like, well, let's just put them in hip hop classes. Um, so I did hip hop classes for like six years, um, and that was a interesting wow. time in my That's life. Awesome. Uh, it's something. <laughs> it's something. So, would you consider yourself a hip hop dancer? I would never say that. No, you don't feel um, like you picked it up in that amount of time. So, like I said, the people at the gym are my best friends. So when I go out, it's with Erica, Joe, Megan. Like that's who I go yeah. out with. And every once in a while, we'll be at the backyard or something, and a song comes on, and I'll start doing doing a whole oh, spiel. Oh boy! Yeah, and it's uh, it's. Something to behold, um, but I'm real quick to nip it in the bud. If someone's like, you know, Mike can dance, I'm like, well, I'll have to pull that out sometime. Yeah, maybe. Now that I know. Um, all right, so dancer growing up, which is pretty cool. Sure, yeah. Yep. Now a CrossFitter, mm -hmm. and now kind of transitioning into a coaching role. Mm -hmm. So, like, what a what was the what made you want to start coaching versus because it's a lot different being an athlete in a class, coming in, looking at the board, getting some instructions, some cues, all that. Right. And then doing the workout and leaving at the end of the day mm -hmm. versus coaching where you are the person facilitating that hour for people. Right. So like what is the allure going from one to the other for you? So definitely what made me decide that that was something that I wanted to pursue was last summer um, I started doing open gym every day with Keaton. Yeah. And so we'd be in here for two hours before we worked out um, doing just ridiculous stuff like mm -hmm. completely getting wrecked. Um, but it ended up being him asking me a lot of times, like, what do you think we should do? Yeah. Or how do you think this should work? And um, that's when I really, like, started looking at programming, started thinking about things, started thinking about what's this going to feel like when this is. Um, and I, I really just enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, and here, coaching doesn't come with, like, a lot of programming responsibility, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, but that's just kind of what opened the door me thinking about right. that whole aspect So starting of stuff. to piece together workouts and right. starting to think more so... Mm -hmm. Not just like what's on the board, mm -hmm. but how does what on the board fit with right. what was on the board yesterday, exactly. what's on the board tomorrow, and what wow, we're doing right immediately. After. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. So it's more so the, I guess you would call it like the science part of it. Yeah. The, the and cause and effect part of it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a kines major by any any means, um, but I think that I have decent movements for someone who's only been doing it for two years. Right. Um, and I have always gotten a really big sense of gratification. Uh, like within myself, whenever like Keaton's doing something, I'm like, "Hey, man, you did blah blah blah." Or, right. You so know, being able to actually correct correct and people, fix yeah, and like help. Yeah, because awesome. I, I know that I love when people do that to me, um, and I think that just doing it for your buddies and then taking it one step further and being able to help a larger amount of people is like That's really awesome. awesome. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. So you're starting to step into the coaching role of it. Mm -hmm. And you have your level one this weekend, yep. which is kind of like the first step to becoming an official coach. So right. like what, what are kind of your expectations going into the level one? And like, what do you hope to be better at, say, Monday morning? Right. So my biggest thing right now is specific verbiage 
and uh, rememberable cues. So the biggest thing to like hit me like a truck when I started yeah. trying to coach people was, I know what I'm trying to say. How can I get them to understand right. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. You know, so connecting the dots. Right. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty comfortable talking to people. Like that part of the coaching doesn't bother me. I love the community here, so I'd never have a problem. You know, yeah. talking to my buddies. You know, um, I think that me trying to get you to move your elbows quick and the words that I say as mm -hmm. opposed to me just doing it, because that's all I've been doing is just right. doing it, you know? Right. And I can show you how to do it, but I can't make you do it. I can't, like, force you to physically, so i got to figure out the words, figure out the verbiage right. to get you to do, like, the correct movement standards, cool. you know? So that's, yeah, so it's the instruction part of right. it. More exactly. so the, the verbal communication part of it of creating change through verbal cues, right. you know, which is a hard thing for coaching, but mm -hmm. I think you picked that up. Um, so... Let's say, like, coaching-wise, you're a new coach, but let's say a year, two years down the road as a coach, like, what are your goals as a coach? What do you want to be able to do? What do you hope to help people do? Because everybody kind of has their niche for coaching. Right. You know, it's so like, what is your, if somebody says, oh, this Coach Mike, like, here's what he can help me out with. Mm -hmm. What is that? What is your goal as a coach to, like, help people with? Yeah, so... Um I, I like to think of myself in a lot of ways as like if we were in a comic book and you were the hero, I would be like your arch nemesis. <laughs> like as far as workout goes, I like them short and super heavy. Yeah. Whereas like if there's running involved, double unders involved, I'm like, all right, man, Darren's going to run away with this one. Like literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like short and heavy stuff, I really like lifting. Like I love to squat. That's like my best movement by far. Right. Like deadlifting is awesome. I like powerlifting stuff, but I also like love Olympic lifting mm -hmm. and all just the little tiny, like you're never going to get a perfect lift. There's always something little that you can tweak. Right. And I love that like challenge aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like something that I've studied more in like my personal stuff that I think right. that I like kind of bring to the table. So at the end of the day, Mike is going to get everybody 20 pounds more on their big lifts. Oh, at least. Like that's your, yeah, that's your thing. Sure. You're going to be the, yeah. the, the strength aid for people. Would love to be. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Um, so if you had to program one lift mm -hmm. every single day mm -hmm. for an entire year, what lift is it going to be? Squat. Yeah, for what sure. Kind? Back squat. Just straight back squat. Straight back squat. And why? I think that it just plays – I think it's the number one contributor to like posterior chain strength in general mm -hmm. and just building those legs. And I know that when I think about like doing cleans or I think about like catching a squat snatch or anything like that, mm -hmm. like – that squat strength like saves me yeah. where all else fails. Right. You know what I mean? Because for most people, they can get under a weight. Right. They can't stand it up. Can't stand it up. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, if you are going to program one workout that somebody had to do every day, now it could be like their warm up or their cool down or something, but like you have to do this every single day when you're up here at the gym. Mm -hmm. What is it? Okay. So, in kind of a joking way and kind of a serious way, I would say that playing spike ball before working out <laughs> has increased my like recovery uh -huh. tenfold because I come in here I get super hot and sweaty playing yeah. with you guys like I'm warm when we right. start the warm-up um, but I think that doing lunges is super important like especially for me I always feel tight like mm -hmm. in the whole groin area as weird as that is to say um, but like spider-man like it is like my bliss so you so, have people doing spider-man yes at the beginning of every single day yes. after they warm up with spike ball sprint drills hey. yeah spike ball and sprint drills and then we just lift so heavy it's gonna after be that. mike's warm-up every single yes, day for, so absolutely. i gotta go to mike's class today that means i gotta play spike ball yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna be doing spider-man church yeah. <laughs> awesome um if you could wipe out one lift one workout one component for people that they would never have to do it again what would it be um I'm a really 
not a big fan of that question. Um, because why? explain why. So I, I'm of the th- train of mind where like there's stuff I hate to do. Yeah. Absolutely hate to do. But I think that's like the most important stuff for me to, to do. For people to be doing. Right. right. So like I hate running. I'd rather not run ever. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't have a, like long domain cardio right. stuff. This is just not my spiel. But that's also the stuff that I kind of get right. excited that means for. That that's what you need to be doing. Right. Yeah. So uh, like me and my roommate Josh have like we're like okay, dude. This summer we're gonna start actually running like right. two three miles like a couple times a week. Um, and also like I used. So for the Beast Mode Nutrition Challenge, mm-hmm. I was on the winning team, so I got those points that I can use to like knock off yeah. any workout. And Brady came in here, he's like, "We're gonna do thirty devils press," um, <laughs> which you knocked off. Yeah, which, which I knocked you, off. Which you got rid of. And I have never felt like a bigger pansy for not doing a part of the <laughs> workout and looking around, seeing all my brothers and sisters. See, just it sounds doing so it. good at the beginning, but and then it's when horrible, you're dude. Watch everybody else yeah. do it. Yeah, it's and they're just good. looking up at you like, no. Nah. Yeah, man, that's a good answer, but. At the same time, I'm going to tell you now that everybody listening to you say that answer is just like, God, Mike, come on, man. Like, you had a chance to help us out here, and now everybody knows that you're just going to be waving weaknesses in the Okay, okay. This is one thing I'll say that's super weird that I hate, and everyone's also like, yeah, we'll just do those. I'm at sit-ups. I'm with you on that, dude. Dude, they suck. They suck. They really are bad. For me, it's just the butt rub. It's just the, the butt rash. I get it so bad. I hate I'm at sit-ups for that reason. No, I don't. The butt rub doesn't bother me. I legitimately, like... I, I can hold a pl- I'd rather hold a plank for like five minutes than do fifty ab mat sit ups. Really? Legit. Yeah. Right, so ab mat sit ups every day for my Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right, dude. Uh, any any give us like a quote or any closing thought that you have for people for them to kind of dwell on over the weekend. Like any advice, any like give them a weird random fun fact Friday, give them a cool story, give them an anecdote, a song lyric, get something stuck in their head, like that they're gonna think about all weekend. Mm, um so the biggest thing that I always think about and it's applicable to CrossFit and applicable to college and work and all that stuff. Um, you are almost never the smartest, uh, best looking, strongest person in the room, but you can always be the hardest worker. And I think that that just plays out into life super well. Um, and in my experience, um, and I mean, moving forward, I'm super excited to get to interact more with you guys and be a coach. Um, I'm looking forward to taking on that role and just getting to know all you guys better. Like this, like I said, this community has been the most fun part of college for me. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to getting to play a bigger part in that. Cool. So. Yeah. Right. So more squatting. More squatting. A couple of hip hop moves. Yeah. Couple. Spider Man stretch. Yep. And then everyone's going to be the hardest worker in the class. That's it. That's all Boom. I ask. That's that's Coach Mike in a, in a nutshell. That's right. It. So intern Mike transitioning to Coach Mike here pretty soon after his L1 this weekend. So make sure you guys give him a high five. Tell him what's up. What's up? Cool. Thanks, Mike. Yep. Boom.